Show tempo. That's all they get today, Jordan. That's all they deserve today, Jordan. There is no passion in that at all. Well, there's no passion in their defense tonight. So why should I give them passion when they didn't show us any passion today? Yeah, the worst podcast open is the equivalent of the worst defense in the NBA. That's why we deliver the worst open possible. It's been such a brutal stretch of defense for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, I don't even know where to begin, but I guess we can just lay it out. I know where to begin, Alex. I know where to begin. We're going to begin with a 117-113 loss to the Atlanta Hawks. That just happened. Um, Wasn't expecting this tonight. If we did a prediction every single day and we came on and did a podcast after every single game, I would come onto this podcast and I would say, my prediction was wrong. I didn't think the Lakers would lose to the freaking Hawks tonight. Yeah, well, we've shown that the Lakers can beat teams like the Celtics, beat teams like the Warriors, and then the Lakers have also shown that they can lose to the Cavaliers and now the Atlanta Hawks. So it's the story of the season. And I know that there's many, many things that we can point at as to what the problems are with the Lakers. Um, At the top of the list is absolute inconsistency on offense and a terrible, terrible defensive effort tonight. And pretty much the last 10, 15 games have been brutal. 10, 15, I'll give you the exact number, Alex. It's been the last 16 games. That has just been absolutely brutal defensively. Let me give you some numbers. Go ahead and guess what these numbers represent. Ready. We'll go all the way back to a Pistons game. 100, 113, 101, 100, 128. 138, 130, 120, 102, 121, 120, 115, and the last four for you, 136, 128, 143, and 117. I got it. I got the answer. The amount of points the the Harlem Globetrotters score against the Washington Generals. Wrong. That is the amount of points that your Los Angeles Lakers have given up in the last 16 games. They have given up 100-plus points in 16 straight games, and it gets even worse, Alex, because, yes, I did the deep-dive investigation of this next stat. Okay. Three of the last four games, they've allowed 100 points through three quarters. (laughs) Well, when you start off like you did tonight, giving up 38 in the first quarter— you're probably going to give up over 100 by the time the game is over. Even when, Jordan, the Lake, the, the Hawks only scored 17 in the fourth quarter, the Lakers had a seven, six to seven-minute stretch of zero points. So they could not capitalize when they did hold the Hawks down. Then the offense just went down the toilet. So it was just the, the worst of both worlds today, tonight. Coming out, of the, coming out of the locker room was terrible for the Lakers tonight. Coming out of the locker room before the game, going into the first quarter, they allow 38 points. Then they look a little bit better in the second, only allowing 27. Not the greatest, but hey, 27, I'll sign up for that right now. Go into halftime, hang out in that locker room again, come out of the locker room, and you allow 35 points in the third before, you know, tightening up a little bit in the fourth quarter, only allowing the 17, like you said. Uh, Coming out of the locker room, not great tonight, Alex. No, I thought it was very interesting, too. On Sunday, after the Sixers uh, dropped 143 on them, they asked Kyle Kuzma, you know, how how can you guys fix this defense? When are you guys going to get better? And he goes, you know, it's on Lon- Lonzo gives us a lot of that defensive effort. And I was like, really? That's where we're going? We're going to count on Lonzo Ball's defensive effort? Has he been great? Yes, but that's the answer when he's he's not coming back anytime soon, I don't believe. 
So there's got to be something there, whether it's effort, scheme. I don't know what it is, but it's just been absolutely terrible. And I didn't like that answer that Kuzma said, because you have to talk about now. You're in the middle of a playoff race, Jordan. You are now below 500. You're 28 and 29. You're not in a playoff position. You're still a couple games back. You're currently two games back of the Sacramento Kings and the LA Clippers. So you have to focus on now. And that was just a, I just didn't like that answer. I didn't like that mentality. It's like, no, we have to fix it now. We have to go out there. We have to get stops. And it's the Atlanta Hawks. (laughs) And you couldn't even do it against the Atlanta Hawks. It's not the way you want to go into the all-star break at all. Not the way. Yeah, and it's just it leaves you a bad taste going into this all-star break because they're not going to play again until next Thursday. It's a game against Houston on TNT. But this is like what they sit on for the next week and a half. I know a couple of them are watching. I know there's the all-star game this weekend, and that's going to be a lot of fun. I get it. But to sit on that, like, as the team, and, like, now I'm not even sure you want to see this team make the playoffs. Because at first I thought, of course, they'll get through at least the playoff series. Now I'm not even so sure. Losses to the Hawks, Cleveland this year, the Knicks beat the Lakers this year, the Magic beat the Lakers. There's so many bad losses. It's just, it's a little surprising. Now, to go to the defense, you just brought it up, Lonzo Ball. Of course, Lonzo Ball is a factor with their defense being terrible. Lonzo Ball got hurt on January 20th. That's when he got hurt. Since January 17th, the Lakers have had the worst defense in the NBA. It's not just, it's not just us uh, watching the Hawks and the Lakers and seeing another bad loss for this Laker team and saying, wow, this is a terrible defense. No, this, this is the worst defense yeah. in the NBA since January 17th. And what is really, what is the giant issue? What's the difference that that what's the difference that you've seen because there was a good stretch there in the beginning in the middle of the season where they were playing pretty well defensively and then now all of a sudden since you just said the stats what's been the biggest difference has it been lebron's injury was out now now lonzo's out has it been the 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 teams that you're playing have gone better i there's i just don't see one thing that's missing besides just to me the only thing that i can think about is just this team's morale since all this Anthony Davis stuff started coming out, the mood around the team just seems different. They don't, they don't look like they're having fun. They don't really look like they particularly want to be there. And, and, and it sucks because the trade deadline's over, so they should be past it. And you got a wake-up call when you gave up 143 to the Sixers, and now you're playing one of the worst teams in the league in the Hawks, and you still don't go out there and perform. And that's the only true one thing, the constant, is that ever since this Anthony Davis stuff went down, and it's just been a weird vibe with the team, whether it's the young guys not being able to focus, LeBron's injury, Lonzo's injury, all this combined has just led to some weird dynamic mentally for the Lakers. In my opinion, I just don't see the same team that I saw in November and December. I just don't see it. Yeah, I mean, they did have a lot of fun in the first game following the trade deadline for what it's worth with that win against Boston. But I, I agree with your main Boston takeaway. Boston going there. Like through it, their own it, massive issues too. Yeah, you don't feel as great about that the further they keep on playing, right? But I think I, I agree with what you're saying in the big picture of the whole season. Like, this just isn't clicking right now. And that's, yeah. I mean, it, it's just not, it's not clicking as often or as consistently as it needs to be. And that's a scary thought because then you think there's a, the chance of changes coming. And there could be. I mean, you keep adding up losses like this, and there's so much smoke around Luke Walton. I, it's just, it's tough not to think about that following a game like this. Like, again, with the D, de- like, you have to figure out this defense. Mm-hmm. I, you ha- I mean, it can't just be Lonzo Ball. It's a huge factor. I get it. But it can't just be Lonzo not playing. 
So when you see how bad the defense has been, what they're looking like just coming out of the locker room to start games and to, and to come out of the halftime break, like it's just this is the kind of stuff that would lead to changes. Yeah, and that's the first text message I got from a friend. It's does Luke Walton is Luke Walton the head coach after the All-Star break? And it's a conversation that's going to be had nationally when you turn on your TV tomorrow and or you turn on your radio, that's the conversation that's going to be had again. Because there is just so much turmoil in this team that, you know, maybe starting at the top and just start chopping away. You obviously couldn't get rid of the young guys, which was your intention. So Obviously, rebuilding this team, even though you have LeBron James, is a possibility because obviously they wanted to do that. So they're kind of stuck with these players now for the rest of the year, at least. So why not make a change and why not cut Luke Walton and why? And let's not see what Brian Shaw can do. So it's a conversation that's going to be had. And it's a guarantee. It's a conversation that Magic and Rob probably have been having for the last week or so as well. Yeah, because it's you, you can go back and you look at wins on the road against the Thunder, against Oklahoma City, without LeBron, when there was so much conversation, you think they kind of just stepped up in that moment, right? It was following a terrible loss, and then they go against OKC and they get a win. And like that's one of the memorable wins for the Lakers this year, without LeBron. And then you see them perform the way they did against Boston, so you think, all right, well, maybe there's something there. And like you just keep you keep waiting for them to really – put it together, you know, like you feel like the pieces could come together. Like there's, there's a potential. I mean, LeBron's on this team. There should be a great chance that this, this comes together, but it just feels like it's just not clicking and it hasn't been clicking and they just, it just doesn't now how much time you want to give them how much time, because there's even more pressure with the timeline you have with LeBron James on your team. You don't have forever here. So how much patience are you really going to have? It just, when it, when is this going to click? I think is my main takeaway. It was uh, it was clicking early on in the season, too, when the Lakers were in the third or fourth seed, I believe. Um, all these injuries obviously just changed everything. The trade dynamic, trade every, uh, the trade rumors changed everything. So I do, if it were up to me, and I've said this in a million podcasts that we've done already, it's I give Luke Walton to the end of the year. I don't really need to see what Brian Shaw can do with these young guys. I don't think it's going to be that big of a difference. I think the issues that the Lakers have – is they're not a particularly good shooting team. They obviously struggled defensively, even though you and now you're going with two older centers and you traded away Zubots. So it's like like you're gonna struggle the rest of the year defensively. It's just was just what it is. You don't have the personnel that that's gonna lock down guys. So I think you give Luke the rest of the year. This is just if I were running it, which obviously clearly I'm not. So you give Luke to the end of the year because if Lonzo comes back, you saw what this team could do. You saw what this team could be. And unfortunately for the Lakers, he's not back. And you're going to get every team's best shot because when LeBron James come to, comes to your town, everyone gets amped. The arena is full. The social media game is trolling on another level. So it's like you're going to get every team's best shot. You're going to have to play well every single night because – you're the Lakers. LeBron James is there. So I just think keeping some sort of consistency is key because this team is so damn inconsistent. You really want to throw in a wrench and fire Luke Walton? I don't think that's the best move. Um, and you're only two and a half games out of a playoff spot. You're really only two and a half games out. So you're it's not you're not done. I'm not throwing in the white flag. You know, I'm not I'm not calling it quits on the season. 
I'm not there yet. Yeah, and I, I'm not even – I have no idea what they're going to do with Luke Walton. But, I mean, that's the conversation, like you said, that's going to be had on TV. And it's going to be had all over radio, whatever you – tuning into podcasts, silverscreenworld.com. Like, no matter how – whatever you consume, however you consume the Lakers, that is going to be the conversation. And whether it's right, like, I would not put everything on Luke Walton from tonight's game. I saw a lot of missed layups in this game. I saw wide-open oh layups. Yeah, Forget, I mean, it's so many – so, I mean, how much of that do you want to put the blame on Luke Walton? There's plenty of blame to go around. There's plenty of blame to go around with this team. It's not just Luke, but these kind of losses keep adding up. The conversations that been that have been had and the fact that you have the conversations like Woj reporting or Woj talking about the idea, like Lakers, they they it might happen. Don't be surprised. It's I don't know. It's just this is the kind of stuff that would lead to that kind of change. Whether it's right or wrong, whether they should stay with them, whether they should continue to be patient with Luke Walton or not, these are definitely the conversations that are going to be had on national television and at all levels when it comes to the NBA. And then now that I'm even thinking about it, it's do you agree with with this, Jordan? It's that Magic and Rob were basically throwing in the throwing in the season. Like they were calling the season quits if they traded away the six players, the draft picks, and everybody for Anthony Davis because Davis and LeBron and the rest of the guys remaining were not going to make the playoffs. So maybe now that I think about it a little more is, is it, it's, I see it likely that, I mean, it's pretty possible that the Lakers could fire Luke Walton because they were already kind of calling it quits. So why not get a head start and see where you could go? Alex, are you saying should the Lakers tank? No, but I think that, the Lakers were okay not making the playoffs this year. I think that's the Magic and Rob were okay not making the playoffs if they got Anthony Davis. So is that tanking? Mm. No, but I do think they were okay not making the playoffs this year. What would you say if someone came up with the idea, rest LeBron, rest those precious, precious legs, tank the rest of the season, get a good good draft pick, and try to add another superstar this summer? (laughs) <laughs> well, the Lakers are not very, you know, I, they're not. I'm joking. You about, don't have to actually answer that, Alex. No, I'm not my point is that, No, my point is that the Lakers are not very interested in developing young players. So it's like, what's the point of the draft pick? Like, you're going to, it's going to be between 10 and 16. So like, who cares? But LeBron's going to get plenty of rest because he's not going to make the playoffs for the first time in like 20 years. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't. I just, I'm really, uh, I really do think that that's I'm such a from this loss tonight. That's such a devastating thing to even think about if you're the Los Angeles Lakers. Like, if you're a fan of the Lakers, I really truly believe that it's already going to be difficult enough for you to go out and get a superstar in the summer because I've come to the realization that it's it's not the Lakers of the Showtime that 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 aura around the Lakers just isn't there right now and. You know, a lot of people assume that having Magic was going to, like, bring that back. And I know LeBron James signed there, but I think everybody knew he was going to go there, whether it was Magic or not. I think he was ready to move to L.A. Um, But I really do think it's vital for the Lakers to make a playoff run, or at least make the playoffs, to show that you're making strides to other superstars. You're really going to come in and, like, join a 35-year-old LeBron James and a bunch of guys who suck that can't make the playoffs? Like, what are you getting yourself into? Why not go join a Boston instead? Why not go, you know, join a, a Toronto if they even make if they even keep Kawhi Leonard? There could be other better situations that, you know, Paul George stayed in Oklahoma because they were made a run. 
their dynamic their dynamic with Russell Westbrook was is working very well. So I think making the playoffs for the Lakers is very crucial to show other players around the league that we're trending upwards. I really do think that because I mean, man, I don't know about you, Jordan. I'm sick and tired of every summer, like, oh, we're gonna get KD. Oh, we're gonna get Paul George. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just sick and tired of that. I would love to actually develop these young guys and work your way from there. You know what I mean? Like the super team in Golden State wasn't created like overnight. They developed Steph Curry. They developed Klay Thompson. They developed Draymond Green. The Raptors developed Lowry and DeRozan. And then they traded for, you know, like you actually have to develop the guys you have to create superstar teams. It's just what you have to do. Yeah, it's definitely a part of it. And they're attempting to develop this young core because it is still on the roster. But what do you think, what is it that you want from the All-Star break when it comes to the Lakers? Now that we go into the All-Star break, following the loss against the Hawks here on a Tuesday night, like what are you looking, I'm looking for LeBron to not tamper, but recruit without tampering as much as he possibly can. And on the flip side of that coin, Magic Johnson is not allowed to speak to the media at all this weekend. Ever. That's my wish. Those are my wishes. God, for the rest of the season, just stop, dude. Just stop. My goodness. Magic, can you just keep your mouth shut? Like, he just shares too much. Like, he still thinks he's just, like, not a front office guy. Like, stop talking sometimes. Remember he was on the – in the World Series pregame show, and he was saying, like, oh, we're going to get another free agent this summer, too. It's like, dude, just stop. Just stop. But you're right. He does. LeBron James, I really, really need him to get to work because the way he drafted that team. This is the most important weekend of the season, it turns out. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, Clay Thompson, Anthony Davis, Bradley Beal, all on his team. LeBron's got to put in work, man. LeBron has better put in some work. Yeah, I feel like it's just such a big weekend. And please, just no no more questions from media members outside of Los Angeles asking Magic Johnson to talk about players not on his team. Quit sabotaging the Lakers. There's already enough sabotage when it comes to executives in the NBA against the Lakers and not wanting to do any deals with them. But when reporters start asking Magic Johnson to just, hey, can you start talking about this other player that's not on your team? That is sabotage in my mind. <laughs> it's Did a, you, I mean, you heard the audio, it. right? Like when Magic was asked yeah. about Ben Simmons. He, anytime, here's the new rule. Here's the solution. Anytime Magic is asked about any player in the NBA that isn't on the Lakers, Magic's response is, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah, sure. Just say that. That That is your answer. That's the stock answer the rest of the way. That's all you have to do. All you have to do in this situation is recognize that someone is asking you to speak about a player who is not on your team. When everyone is looking for you to tamper, your answer is, I'm just here so I don't get fined. And then any other questions, he can just be his, his himself, you know, like fun, laughing, having a good time. But when it comes to talking about other players, zip it. You it's can't not good. Do it. It's not a good look for Ben Simmons too to just be like, "Yeah, I reached out to another team's president of basketball operations to work with him in the summer." I get that it's Magic Johnson, but you also got to put a barrier between yourself and like you got to just be smart, man. Like that's not a good look for Ben Simmons either. So now he's bringing on all these unwanted questions to his team. So and it's and now it's in his locker room. And I guess it was reported today that like 
Ben Simmons was joking around. He walked in the locker room and he, and he was on his phone and he hung up and he goes like, God, that's the 10th time Magic Johnson called me today. Like now he's joking about it, but because obviously the NBA came out and said there's no one's getting fined. But I mean, Ben Simmons is not a good look for him either. I mean, I would say Ben Simmons would, would look good in purple and gold. I'll go on record saying that. Another guy that can't shoot. Need someone. Need someone, no, Alex. Need this someone. team may not even make the playoffs. No, they definitely need someone. But, dude, are you – so now it's been about, you know, four or five days, whatever it's been. Are you happy – not happy. What are no, your thoughts? No, my answer is no, I'm not happy. That the Lakers did not get Anthony Davis. I like the idea that they could potentially have Anthony Davis and the core, the young core on the same team. I like that idea. Yeah. I do too. I told you last week I wasn't ready for that to trade to happen. I just thought it was way too much. And I said it earlier, I'm just tired of waiting for every summer to come by and hopes and dreams just get washed away. And this isn't even what I was promised this year, Jordan, from you and other Laker what? fans. I thought having LeBron James on your team equaled going to the finals and playoffs every year. You guys well, lied to me. Well, let's find out. That's true. Let's find out. And it looks like, by the way, as we're talking, it looks like the Celtics are going to beat the Sixers. It's 111, okay. 109. So that win looks give, great. You, did you just give a score update on a podcast? That win looks great for the Lakers now. I'm oh, now it's back positive. to looking good. Yeah, positivity. Positivity. Okay. Do you think Luke Walton will be the head coach of the Lakers next week? I hope so. Did that answer your question? <laughs> Do you think no, Luke Walton but will I be think the head that's... coach? I don't know. For the first time this season, I don't know. Yeah, I hope so. But I also, for the first time this season, think it's a very, very good possibility that he is not the head coach of the Lakers come Thursday against the Rockets. All right, so next week when we do a podcast, we'll have the All-Star game in the books. We'll be leading into, not into, but leading up to Houston and L.A. That's on Thursday of next week, next Thursday on TNT. So um, a lot's going to happen. We'll find out if Luke Walton will still be the head coach next time we talk. Huh, Alex? We will see. And then maybe by then we'll also get confirmation that Kyrie said, I'm signing with the Lakers because LeBron convinced me during All-Star break. Yeah, no tampering, though. I'm pretty no. sure the maximum fine for a player when it comes to tampering is like $50,000. Lakers can afford it, that's for sure. LeBron can afford that. Just have Kyrie pay the fine. Like, dude, you're coming to L.A., you're good. You're going to make so, so much money here. Uncle Drew, part two, here it comes. <laughs> All right, Padilla, anything else you need to get off your chest? Do you feel like you vented pretty well on this one? I definitely vented a lot this one, and I apologize if other fans are more optimistic than we are, but after that loss tonight, it's pretty hard to get up and excited about the Lakers the rest of the way. It really is. So hopefully a lot of this team just takes a break from basketball, refocuses on on whatever they got to focus on, and and come back and show up against the Rockets, man, because today – and Sunday was just embarrassing, straight up. Yeah, how many points is James Harden going to score? Probably we'll talk 60, about that next week. Probably sixty, but like they might, they might lose. He likes to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I have no confidence. I'm shook. I'm shook after tonight, I'm Alex. Shook. It's okay, man. Just uh, you know, have yourself a nice glass of wine, take a deep breath. And this season, Jordan, at the end of the at the end of the year. It's going to be over no matter what. They're not going to win the championship. <laughs> so it's That's like true. finish early or finish in the playoffs. 
That's the yeah. only way. They're not going to win anything. Maybe it's time to just rest LeBron, just like the Pelicans are resting no. AD. Not, not with two and a half games left. They're out. You're only two and a half games out. Not yet. All right. Fine. Like I said, I'm just being dramatic following this loss, but it just feels that way. Normally, it's me the one being dramatic. We're two and a half games out of being swept out of the playoffs by the Warriors. <sighs> Do you know, I was as we're doing this podcast, somebody just tweeted that the uh, LeBron James won his first title uh, and the Lakers have not won a playoff game since. Hmm. That's how long it's been. Yeah, well, we don't need to revisit that history. I'm already depressed well, enough, just, Alex. Why are you I'm doing just trying this? To kick, I'm just trying to kick you while you're down. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks for uh, pouring that gallon of salt into the wound. It's 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 bad. And then you know what's funny? It's like everybody that's going to come on silver screen and roll for the next couple of days, I hope they sound this miserable too because there's no games to cheer them up. So it's like, what else are we going to – you really can't – how can you possibly spin what happened tonight and Sunday – into a positive you just cannot do it i would love to hear it though harrison anthony anybody else prove me wrong i will love to see all the pictures with lebron james with players not on the lakers in all-star weekend that's going to be a lot of fun to watch people over analyzing those photos when they're going to be on you know the same team and everything when it comes to the all-star game but you're going to have a lot of fun if uh, lebron james is in the same photo with anthony davis or anything like that with Ben Simmons now, apparently Kyrie Irving and LeBron take a picture together. People are going to start freaking out this weekend. You know, what's not going to be fun. What's that? When, De- when D'Angelo Russell scores 35 and wins all-star MVP. I would, what is your deal tonight, dude? <laughs> we got coups out of it. I'm not even mad about that trade. So, but so many people go in my mentions like, Oh, we traded, we traded the only all-star we could have had. You know, like, we traded away an all-star. It's like, dude, you got coups. Are we not happy with coups? Plus, Russell's been in the league a lot longer. Give these a kids lot some longer. time. And in Brooklyn, there's nobody else to take shots from him. He's throwing up 30 shots a game. You think he was going to do that with LeBron James on his team? My guess is no. My guess is no. He would not do that. My answer is not a guess. It's a no. Okay. Fair enough. Well, All right, Padilla, are you done depressing everyone? Any other shots you want to take? Team LeBron or Team Giannis? Who you got? Team LeBron. Yeah, it's not even close. Giannis, is, Giannis is a terrible GM. I don't know what yeah, he is. Yeah, what happened there? I don't know. Much better player than GM. Mm-hmm. For once, LeBron James is actually a good GM during this All-Star draft. Yeah, now go uh, tamper without tampering this weekend. I don't All right, Alex, talk to you next week, huh? Okay.